The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right, here we go. Voluntary reaction, Saturday night edition. Tennessee defeats Texas 82-71, to evening the all-time series between the Vols and Longhorns at four wins apiece for both schools. Until next time, as uh, we will be playing them, I would imagine, on a yearly basis here coming up in just a couple of seasons. So, alongside Bear and Davey Hudson with you here for the next little bit as we break things down on a night when number two Alabama loses decisively on the road against Oklahoma. So the Volunteers figure to move up a notch, perhaps to number three in the country when the new polls come out on Monday. But the story tonight, Olivier Kamwa awakens from his little mini slump that he's been in in a big way. 27 points, eight rebounds tonight for the man from Finland, 12 of 15 from the field for Olivier. And uh, you get the feeling it could have been worse. I found myself wishing, like, you know, why are we not just pounding the ball inside to him every single time down? Um, but still, a huge game for Olivier. Zakai Ziegler with a double-double, 22 points and 10 assists. Tennessee holding Texas to 44% shooting from the field. Longhorns actually warmed up quite a bit. I thought in the second half, Marcus Carr, their leading scorer, averaging 17 a night coming into the game, held scoreless in the first half. He finishes with 11, doing all his damage towards the end. Um, The Rice kid had 21 points for Texas as well. But the game, never seriously in doubt as Tennessee just continued to grind Texas up. Uh, Longhorns tried to make it a game a couple of times, but just never could get it into single digits and seriously threaten the volunteers. Davey Hudson, Tennessee wins it by 11, covering the six-point spread and a decisive win for the volunteers tonight in Thompson Bowling. Very much so. And whenever you look at how the Vols played offense in both the first and second half, extremely efficient and that's what we've wanted to continue to see we know the defense is there um coming into today i mean we, we've kind of talked about it i know we're fourth in the ap but uh we're number one in kim palm right now uh number two in the net that very well could change houston kind of struggled a little bit today uh you talked about tennessee might be three when it's all uh when the poll comes out this week i could see based off where the current votes are at i could see them getting a win over top 10 team putting them at number two uh come monday but great win Amazing to see Olivier Kamwa play like he did tonight. And Zakai Ziegler, another incredibly efficient game, both offensively and defensively. And whenever he's playing like that, again, it comes back to the guard play. I feel really good about this team's chances as we continue on uh, and we approach uh, tournament time. Josiah Jordan-James, 5 of 11 from the field, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. They did okay. They're quiet from three-point range. He keeps jacking them up there, though. 1 of 4 for Triple J. Vescovy, an efficient 12 points tonight, eight rebounds for Santi as well. And he fouls out. Talk about stuffing the stat sheet. A quiet night from the freshman Phillips there with only four points on two of four shooting, but that's kind of what we're getting out of him right now. It's just kind of an up and down player. Bear, your thoughts on what we saw tonight 
as Tennessee gets the win over Texas? Uh, great win. Kind of washes out a lot of the bad taste I still had in my mouth personally from the Kentucky loss. I thought the crowd brought it early and loud pretty much throughout the game. Now that the students are back, um, totally it was a more what we're used to in, in Thompson Bowling. Outstanding performance by Cam Waugh, uh, Ziegler. I thought, you know, Triple J only went one from four for th- from three. He did have a, a, a couple of those 10 or 12-foot just jump shots that he just buried at, at real critical times. Um, intense defensive effort again. And I, I think tonight it was obvious to me Tennessee just wanted it more than Texas did. Triple J has taken over officially the Jordan Ballard designated mid-range jump shooter role for Rick Barnes, who says the mid-range game is dead as long as uh, Triple J is out there. I don't know why I don't know why teams keep trying to play zone because we've been able to exploit that, get a guy into the middle of the paint, normally James, but I mean tonight James, uh, Olivier, both of those guys were hitting those mid-range sh- shots from right there in Texas. Texas didn't have an answer in the post. No, they did not. All right. You all know the drill. Just uh, request to speak. We'll come to you when we do. Turn your microphone on. You will be live as we drink, ladies and gentlemen, from the keg of glory tonight. And we start with Joshy Boy. Joshy Boy, good evening. How are you, sir? Joshy Boy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. There he is. What's up, man? Russell, Davy, Bear, we drank from the fucking keg of glory tonight, boys. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Texas, obviously that was a turning point game last year for Tennessee. We were a much better team after that. Um, Tennessee's been a good team up until now. We'll see if they can keep things going tonight. Just felt like a Another night at the office. Good night, though. I mean, great, great crowd. The crowd was into it from the jump. Complete opposite of the Kentucky game. Yeah. Uh, the throwbacks looked good. It's a great night for Vols. Really good. Me and my friend were at the game tonight. The crowd was electric. Guys, what did you think about Olivier's electric performance tonight? Career high from Olivier. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been saying it all along. I think he's the key to the team. I mean, look, every good team has to have at least some kind of post presence. I don't think it's going to be Urosh. I don't think it's going to be Adu. I don't think it's going to be Awaka. It has to be Kamwa. It has to be. I mean, he's the only one capable of doing what we saw tonight. We're not going to get 27 every night out of him. But here's the thing, man. We just can't we can't get four from him the next night. Like if he could just settle in and get us, you know, a dozen points roughly a game and those six or seven rebounds a game, that's, that's what we need consistently out of him. I guess consistency is the big word there. I mean, you kind of look at it outside of that South Carolina game where he had 20. Yeah, guys, if we can get like Two seven. Uh, Joshy boy, I think you have what yeah, we guys, in the business refer can... to as some sort of a delay going on. So 
Uh, feel free to jump back in once you get to a better connection, my friend. But that was kind of strange. Uh, Davey, you were saying? Yeah, no, I'm just saying outside of whenever he went off against South Carolina and was 10 of 10, he followed it up with six points, two, seven, two, eight, and then finally tonight, uh, 27, a career high. So, yeah, it's just the consistency has been a big issue there. And I, I'm just glad to see him, him put together the performance he did tonight. Let's hope that it comes back in uh, SEC play. I love the dunk where uh, he's hanging on the rim. He has mastered, mastered that if he hangs on it for one split second more, just one more tenth of a second, there's no doubt he's getting teed up and he would have deserved it, but he knows, veteran player Davey, he knows exactly when to let go of that rim. Hang on he was for maximum disrespect, but know when to disengage at the exact, like a, like a fighter jet pilot hitting that ejector seat right at the last minute. That's Olivier Calmois tonight. It was a thing of beauty. I, I thought he was just trying to protect himself. He knew there was somebody underneath him. He, he didn't want to just drop. All three times? <laughs> he's, he's a cautious, uh, I mean, everyone knows that Finnish people are, are very cautious uh, people. We didn't get much from the bench tonight. Does that, I mean, obviously your starters were playing well. You had four guys in double figures, two of those guys over 20. Does the lack of a bench presence tonight on the offensive end concern you at all? Like, I mean, uh, I feel like we have to get nit, nitpicky with, with where sure. the only, the only time I got nervous at all was what, like the 12 minute mark there in the second half. And you look up and we had just a really, really pretty good defensively, but I, I just, it was a wacky kind of rotation that then that's when we had another one of those like walls we have, but, yeah, but you'll then, notice Barnes got, called they, the timeout and was, and put the starters right back in. I think minus yeah. uh, Phillips, they, he had key in instead of Phillips, but we immediately go got, on a four uh, point run and uh, they, we let him back into it a little bit after that, but at least stopped the bleeding, got it back from 13 to 17 for a minute. And that felt like uh not necessarily a slam the door shut, but just kind of re-exerting control type moment in the game. Yeah, I mean, he, he got Camo back. It came on immediately, hit a shot, and, and snapped the run. So it was that was the only time I, I really noticed. I, I don't know. Maybe it was just one of those games where, you know, Barnes just went with the guys that were just hot, the best lineup. So... One of the things that I've kind of noticed as of late, and this just talks about the defensive prowess that this team has, a, a starter for whoever we're playing against typically isn't one of the guys that goes off on us. I, I think this team locks in and is, is following the scouting report so much. And, I mean, tonight they were able to get Carr, who was Texas's leading scorer, by a long shot in foul trouble early with those two fouls. And it, you had to get Rice to be the one to actually start going off. But I, I think we just lock in on these starters so much that they're not able to do much on the offensive end. And it really requires somebody defensively to be able to, to do a lot of the damage, at least on the offensive side of the ball for whoever our opponent's been as of late. And I, I mean, if you look at the Kim Palm stats and the defensive efficiency there, like, I mean, we're number one by a long shot and it's, it just continues to be locked down. And I know they got close. What they finished with uh, 71 tonight. So Finally, somebody got over 70 since the Arizona game. 
Yeah, there was that one point. I mean, the game started off kind of back and forth, and then around the 12 minute mark in the first half, we had that 9 0 run where we just, and you know, it's not like it was a 9 0 run over the course of about five minutes, right? <laughs> it was a, uh, somebody likened it to a um, slow moving police chase. You know, it's just, uh, it goes from 17 all to 26 17. And I don't think they ever got within eight or nine points again from that point. But no, that, I, don't, that, I don't think they did. The closest they got was what, 11 <clears throat> or maybe 10. Yeah, they had it 10 a couple of times. But I mean, like if you're down to Tennessee by 10 points with less than four minutes to go, good luck. Yeah, you're in trouble. So really quiet night out of Tyreek Key. It's looking over the box score. Well, we didn't. We got three points off our bench. Yeah. Get back. Surprised that Awaka didn't play more? No, I mean, we went small mostly in the second half. Uh, we didn't – I don't think Plopsic played at all in the second half. And, like, it is a bit of a concern, though, right? I mean, we got to – everybody's been saying that the thing that separates this from the 2019 team is – depth and we can play 10 guys and um i think this was kind of an off night i don't know texas is a good team like, let's give them credit first of all they were number yep. 10 but um yeah i mean we're gonna have to get more from that more from our bench in these I, big games for sure i think for a walk he would have played a lot more tonight had kamwa not been on his game like he was because i mean he was very efficient for what little time he was out there but it's just one of those things. I mean, they play the same position, and whenever you have Kamwa shooting 80% from the field and and just holding his own on the defensive end where Texas isn't scoring on him, I mean, you just you just ride the hot hand there. So uh, that's the only reason I think you didn't see more of a walker because, I mean, he came in, he had that one put back, um, and it was at a time where it's like, hey, that's getting some some good minutes from the freshman there. But it was it was one of those things, too, where I just – I mean, Euros had opportunities. He missed all four of his free throws, but I don't know. We got to figure that out. That, that does concern me if, if if that continues to be Two a trend. Two games in a row with an air balls. ball free throw for Uros. Yeah. We'll see if he can go for the trifecta next time out. Let's get Brad in Nashville in here next. What's up, Brad? Uh, not much, guys. Just um... – I don't know, watching the real UT win a basketball game, I guess. Uh, I loved what we were doing in the second half. Um, it did get a little nervous whenever they were able to get it down to 11, but we just came right back and uh, stretched it back out. So it was, I mean, like, they never really drew blood from us in the last 20 minutes of the game. And that's against a top 10 team that's what you want um it is a little concerning we didn't use our bench more than we did i'm not sure for the rationale with that but maybe with how things went last year in austin um barnes was just sticking with what worked and it was obviously working for the first half so what do you guys think about him just not uh effing stuff up for putting people in that haven't proven themselves no i mean i i think you know we played all our guys the initial run Texas had uh, I think Bear referenced it earlier it was kind of funky lineup like Meshack and Adu and, and Key were on the floor together and then you come back after the timeout and it's the starters back in and 
we re-exert control. I mean, I think it gets back to the bench conversation. Like we have to play our bench. Um, we, you know, I, I guess you don't have to, but th- then the criticism is, well, Barnes plays the starters too long and we're worn out by the end of the tournament. Like I think we have to play our bench and we did that tonight. There was a little bit of drop off, particularly in the second half, but um, those guys have, have got to bring it man. they've got to play better. They can't just depend on one guy. That that's true. Um, you, and I'm usually down with that. Like I want to run seven or eight guys all year, but um, we're playing a top 10 team this week. And in the SEC, that's not necessarily the case, although we are getting into the stretch of the schedule. So we're going to be playing a good bit of games like this for the next few weeks. But I don't know. It's uh, I, I don't have much fault with Barnes about how he handled this game especially since he's got some psychological crap going on with a place that he'd actually staff for a decade. So no hate on Barnes. I love the way the guys played. Um, and Kamwa, man, that if, if, if we can get like, I don't know what the hell kind of psychology you got to work in this guy to get him to play like this two out of three games that he plays. But if he does, he's a damn problem. Uh, I mean, he, like, if he could play, I mean, it's, we, talked about it multiple vrs talked about it on all the shows i'm sure davy talked you know they talk about it on outkick it, the c words consistency i mean the way he played he played tonight like an nba player i mean if, if he played like that consistently night in and night out i mean he'd be talking about you know his, his ceiling is would be incredibly high but that's the thing with cam Watt. i mean he'll look like a million bucks and then you know he'll, he'll come it just not consistent casper he's just not there by the way shout out to that guy from texas right at the end of the game getting up in olivier's face talking trash to him channeling his inner kamal Haddon there talking trash to a guy who's absolutely cooking him all day long i thought that was beautiful <laughs> poor kamal Haddon picked up a stray <laughs> But I don't know, man. I love it. Um, about the the real UT Sims, the fake uh, burnt orange ass UT home. And uh, we all wanted to see tonight. Um, we're going to take this forward. Um, we're a number one seed if it, the NCAA tournament started tomorrow. God knows what next week will bring. But, uh, gentlemen, that's where we want to be today. So I um, love you guys. Take it easy. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. Brad checking in from the mid-state. We love all our listeners in the mid-state. This evening, watching Kentucky and Kansas, you talk about two teams that are just in completely different places than they were a month ago. This Kentucky team had practically been left for dead. Kansas was ranked in the uh, top two or three, I think. Kansas has now lost three in a row, and Kentucky appears to have figured it out, more or less. It's 20-18 to 18 at 11 minutes to go in the first half here Kentucky leading at corrupt arena Davey are we full are we free to pull openly for Kansas since we've played they're, they're both common opponents and this really doesn't affect our net ranking or anything like that too much one way or the other yeah I don't really have a, an opinion on who you should be going for if, if I were to make an argument for the other side um, as of right now SEC has not done very well in the uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge uh, to just bring a tie. Kentucky has to win, and Ole Miss would have to win later against Oklahoma State. Uh, you kind of just look at 
what it might play later on. Um, I, I mean, if, if Kentucky wins this one, that's probably going to help you out just because you got another chance at beating them. But uh, kind of surprised with how things have gone so far throughout both uh, through all the matchups today for this uh, challenge and the final challenge. That is. Well, the Alabama uh, game was a jaw dropper for sure. I didn't get to watch a ton of that, but I was kind of like monitoring the score on my phone while I was out doing other stuff and just kept waiting for Alabama to turn it on and didn't happen for them. They've struggled in two games in a yep. row now because, I mean, you think that Mississippi State game was close. Mississippi State got a good win in overtime today. Um, and I mean, that's, that's good for them to get a win over an 11th ranked team, uh, whenever we have two wins over them. So it's got to keep doing little things. It's going to help your, help you out on the net line and, and stuff of that nature, because it's, it's going to matter. I, I think Russ, I got to hear a little bit of your all show, uh, where you were talking about the Lenardi bracketology and he had us as a one seed, but it would be in Greensboro and you have North Carolina as an eight seed, which is just absolutely ridiculous that the team that's number one preseason and their coach two years in a row now has, has really struggled in the regular season, but has done just enough to get them in the tournament. Um, and well, I mean, we'll a lot, lot, lot of games left, but yeah, it would, that would, that would not be an ideal situation. I wouldn't hold my breath on old Miss later. I think I saw something earlier. They're down two, if not three starters tonight. Yeah. Kermit has not exactly uh, lit the world on fire down there. No, he's getting canned the end of the year kermit davis we hardly knew you maybe they can get andy kennedy back down there let's get xavier can make a run at richard patino richard patino or rick patino they should hire rick i mean come on if you're gonna do it let's do it richard's got new mexico ranked well good for him is he no, that was New Mexico State. The guy from at Mississippi State, Chris Jans, he came from there, right? Yes. Xavier, turn your mic on, buddy. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well. How are you, sir? Doing well, sir. I say it's great to be a volunteer tonight. I will say that. Indeed it is. We drink from the keg of glory here on the Voluntary Reaction. Always good to send Texas down back home. Horns down with the L. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I I was listening to you guys a little earlier. And yeah, you guys were talking about consistency because I've been watching, you know, like a couple of our, you know, past games. And honestly, I'm still a little salty about that Kentucky loss, you know, because, you know, the crowd was on our side. And, you know, the first quarter beginning of the game, you had them, you know, you was on an eight no run. And you just had just Ziggler and, you know, like Phillips and just everybody just wasn't on their game, you know? So hopefully that, you know, this will motivate the guys to, you know, get back at Kentucky. So, and yeah, I really want Kentucky again. So hopefully that this game shifts all the momentum to those guys. I think we've all got that game circled. I think it still leaves a bad taste in all of our mouths. And I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, Tennessee would be getting set to be number, maybe number one, but at least number two, in the polls if they hadn't dropped that game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then I'll tell you, it was also funny, too, because I was sitting here just thinking that, you know, this team is, like I said, I I love where this team has been. I love that they've been consistent all year. But I think it's, don't you think it's just time to have the conversations that is Rick Barnes, is this finally the year that Rick Barnes can get it done 
and sending us to the you know NCAA tournament and at least getting us to the Final Four? It's the million dollar question, Xavier. I mean, the team's capable. There, I mean, there, there's no question about it. The team's capable. Oh yeah. But and obviously, there's that butt right there. We we all kind of know where where I'm going. Oh so. yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. I'm going to keep it positive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this, this team has plenty, plenty of potential to reach the Final Four. And honestly, we should reach the Final Four. But the way that I see it with the whole consistency of us, you know, winning like five games and losing, you know, maybe two or maybe three games, I'm just going to go ahead and say that we might make the Elite Eight. I mean, I could, I could see that, but I most definitely would love if we just win it all or at least – at least get down to the final four. And this team has final four talent. They do. I mean, you kind of look at how things have transpired throughout the course of the season. And I know there's been the game at the beginning of the year with Colorado, things didn't go well, but I mean, this team's been locked in for majority of the times and the other games you have lost are to teams with talent that if you kind of stack it up, their, their talents top 15 in the country. So we can play with anybody. I'm I'm not concerned about that. And I just I'm I'm curious to see what happens once we actually get to turn. Oh yeah. Time. And plus too, you know what I'm saying? Like we're like ranked in like the number one defense, especially like on the perimeter, you know, like we have the ability to take away perimeter shots, you know. So so yeah, like I'm just I just want to see like what this team can do this year because you know, like obviously we just have just that dry spell of just not making it, you know, to the final four. We've always made it to the sweet sixteen. So, but yeah, I really hope that, you know, this is the year that Rick Barnes can finally, you know, just break that cold spell and get these guys at least to the final four. But I don't know. It's just something, you know, wait to be seen. Yeah, for sure. Um, Try to enjoy the regular season ride as much as we can, because you never know. I mean, it's a lot of it comes down to luck and, and the draw. I'm sure we all saw the Joe Lenardi bracketology that had Tennessee as a one seed playing in the Greensboro regional, or uh, I guess it's the New York regional, but we would have been playing the first and second round in Greensboro and the eight seed that would have been in the second round potentially was North Carolina. We would play North Carolina in the state of North Carolina. So, I mean, like that would be a crappy draw for a one seed. So, I mean, a lot of it just depends on the draw how you're playing at the end, how your opponents are playing. And obviously Rick Barnes has to coach well too. Save your good stuff, my man. Anything else? Uh, no, no, I say nothing at all, but I say, appreciate talking to you guys. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you jumping in here. I will say, I don't want to go back to Madison square garden. Don't you think it's just the, um, what or don't they use like a Spalding basketball there or something for those, they have been using a different uh, basketball. I can't remember the exact brand, but I doubt that'll be the the. I mean, they won't be using that tournament as a set standard, and that's not what that one is. But still, I don't know. It's just call it bad bad luck over the last couple of games. I mean, I know you you beat Maryland there, but it's just those have not been fun games to watch. What do you think, Bear? Not not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I feel. What's up? Bear, uh, Davey doesn't want to go to NYC. He doesn't want to be in that regional. No, I saw another one. Uh, it was Goodman had us on a two seed in our with down there. Uh, 
Michigan State was going to be the team. Oh, yeah. It's one of the. I mean, they're just like yeah. Michigan. They they could be, like, just you know, one of the last four teams in, and sure enough, they'll just like turn it on because Izzo's a tournament coach, and they're a good team, man. We watched. Um, hell, we watched it while we were doing the drive. Wasn't that last week they played uh, Edie and Purdue? I mean, they probably should have won that game. So, I mean, they're a good basketball team. I, there's no easy outs in the tournament, man. There's just not. And the one year we had it, it, everything fell in place for us. Sister Jean willed that shot in at the end. God! Rando, what's up? Hey, uh, can you pass me a red solo cup? I uh, stand here by the keg. Let's see. We got one here for you nice and clean. Uh, yeah, let me pump the tap for you. Here you go. Fill up, Rando. All right. We're going to be drinking from the keg of glory. Um, nice to nice to beat the uh, burnt brown bastards and send them back to Austin. That was, that was nice. Um, you know, looking at this team, and you guys have kind of hit on it a couple of times, that, you know, this team is just so deep. It really – you're not going to be able to point to this team any single game – and know who's going to be the guy. I mean, it, it might be Ziegler going off for 26. I mean, Kamwa tonight went off for 27. Uh, you could have, you know, Santi could go off for, for 25 to 30. You could have James catch fire and, and put in 25. I mean, it's 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 just a team that, you know, I mean, it's, it's really hard to compare it to like the the 19 or the 17 or the 07 teams uh because those guys had some star power on them uh where you know you had a guy you know you had a Lofton you had a Grant Williams you had an Admiral that that you could feed but uh you know the the one thing that I was looking at and I mean correct me if I'm wrong I mean outside of the Colorado game which doesn't look like nearly as bad of a loss now as it did then Tennessee's about the only team in the country that just hasn't had a really bad game against a team that they should have beat outside of maybe Colorado. Yeah, that's what I, I was, you know, somebody made the comment that it's only Alabama's third loss, so there, it's not guaranteed that they would fall that far. And I'm thinking, well, they got bent over a barrel and shown the 50 states today by a team that's not very by an unranked, by, yeah, by an unranked opponent like Tennessee – uh, you know, they've lost three games, but they're all close games. I don't think that it, you can justify having Alabama ranked ahead of Tennessee. Not that any of this stuff really matters, but, uh, I mean, you, you do bring up a good point. Like, Tennessee has not been beaten decisively yet. Right. And, and, and you know, and I saw the stat earlier today, and I just – I love it for Alabama that that's the worst loss in NCAA history – that a two seed has ever had to an unranked opponent or two uh, second ranked team. Sorry, not a two seed, but the number two team uh, losing to an unranked opponent, worst defeat in NCAA history. So uh, roll tide for that. Rammer, jammer, yeah. yellow, uh, go to hell, Alabama. Uh, you know, last question and I'll, I'll roll it on to the next one. Um, looking at this team, and specifically looking at Julian Phillips. I know in the past we've had 
I guess this will be like a two two part question, and I'll leave it to you guys. Uh, in the past, you've had you know Keon, you had Jaden, you had Kennedy. By by this point, those guys had started to assert themselves and show those real flashes where it's like, okay, yeah, this 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 player could be a first round talent. I just haven't seen that from Phillips yet. So, do you guys think that Phillips is back next year? Maybe, and Second question is BJ Edwards. Is he going to hit the portal at the end of the year? Because yeah. I mean, he's getting nothing. And uh, I'll hang up and listen to the rest of that and pass it on to the next. Well, how about that? We made it. Let me let me check here. We made it uh, half an hour, right at thirty minutes before the first BJ Edwards reference of the voluntary <clears throat> reaction. Here. I'll let. Bear, talk on uh, BJ, and then I, I can come back with Julian, but I'll give Bear the floor. No, you go ahead. I mean, Phillips to me looks like a, you know, unless he just completely turned it on the way Kennedy did last year, I'd expect him to be back next year. He might be a two and done. Right now, I still have him going. I, I know, like, we've not exactly seen him just light it up, but there are those flashes of potential that you see and you're just like, this kid could be something special. And again, NBA, traits over production. I'm still seeing those traits to where he might look back and be like, you know what? I know Kennedy kind of went off, but Kennedy was undersized and we saw more of the production than, than you have definitely seen from Phillips at this point. I don't know if you could match an NIL deal that he would probably make getting drafted if he were to go early second right now. And I think that's probably what it will come back unless he just absolutely loves it. You also have to look at the fact that um, Tennessee is going to be losing a lot. Does he kind of view it now to where if maybe this team has a deep run in the tournament, he puts it on and he's like, you know what? I We had a good opportunity here. I think I've, I would struggle to maybe raise my stock at the risk of losing some money. I, I don't know what he's exactly thinking, but right now, if I had to like put money on it, whether he goes or comes back, my money's on. He's going as of right now. And again, a lot can change there. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, I don't know. Um, he's going to go. You know, they don't have a combine. Well, I guess they do have a combine, but people are going to see him and see six foot eight, bouncy, has shown a nice stroke, and there's a lot of potential there. So maybe. He, I know that he's been telling a couple of people that he made the comment to uh, one of the reporters after the South Carolina game a couple of weeks ago that, uh, man, my last time in Colonial Arena, you know, because he's from the Columbia area and uh, we, we got the win. So that feels good. So I think he's planning on being gone. I'm sure he'll go through the draft advisory committee and all that stuff. And uh, maybe Barnes can make a pitch to him. Maybe we can put an ideal presentation to him. But I, I would lean towards him being gone. But it's certainly not set in stone. Anything else, Rando? No, guys, that's it for me. Uh, have a good night and go Big Orange. We'll uh, catch you on the next one. All right, man. Appreciate you.
Let's get the known dullard in here next. What's up, known dullard? Known dullard, are you there? I'm here. What is going on, guys? I was wondering if you were sleeping again. No, I, w- I wasn't sleeping. I Okay, another story time with known dullard. I listened to this show in my AirPods. Nice. But when I am called upon to speak, I have to get off of the AirPods because when I was standing my fence this summer, um, I leaned over and one of my AirPods fell into the bucket of paint. And so the the speaking does not work on the on-set AirPod. What color was the paint? Um, it's kind of Texas orange to tell you the truth. It's, uh, so do you still have one orange AirPod? (laughs) No, no, it looks, it looks totally normal. The audio is perfect, but I can't talk with them. So that's, that's the deal happens. Well, I just wanted to come in, hang on the rim a little bit while most of all nations still, um, is, is quivering in fear of the ghost of second round Rick, I'm balls out ready to uh, embrace this team as for sure taking us back to the Elite Eight, maybe the first ever Final Four run, um, because this team is different. This team is built different. Zakai is an absolute dog. I don't know who we just picked up off the street and put Olivier Camois jersey, jersey on tonight. I don't know who that man was. Um, but times are good. Times are good. And I, I welcome anyone else to join me, um, in the pool of, uh, I don't know what to call it. Um, the pool of prosperity of prosperity. That's exactly right. So anyways, all are welcome to to join me on the train. Are you guys, are you guys on the train or are you guys still shivering in fear of second round Rick? I live in the moment, known dullard. I don't look in the past. I don't look in the rearview mirror, except for when I do. I just try to enjoy the moment. We beat Texas. Like you, I'm hanging on the rim longer than Olivier Kamwa this evening, just worrying about snapping and clearing and heading down to Gainesville on Wednesday. I'm not really too concerned about the first weekend for, for this team. I think when you have defensive travels like ours does, like, I mean, unless you just find a team that's just absolutely hot, like this team's going to lock them down. I mean, I get more concerned about maybe like, yeah, are they able to get past the sweet 16? If, if that's where the hiccup happens, I don't know. Cause like every team you, you always like, you go back, you look at every single Nash champion over the last decade, there's always one game where they got to pull it out and make sure that they can just hold on and win by a couple of points. Like, it's never just dominance all the way through. And while this team's been dominating as of late, you're always going to have one of those games you got to win whenever it gets down to the wire. Uh, so it's it's just like, I just don't want that to be the the hiccup in, like, when you talk about the, the second round game or Sweet 16 or whatever, because the talent's there. It's just, I don't know, hopefully we get over uh, what's been plaguing us. That's good. I don't hear any fear. I, I don't hear any fear in your voices, which is good. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Beat the hell out of Texas. Those guys were a bunch of punks. Um, so 
Go Vols. I'll be calling later to uh, after we after we uh, absolutely shellac Alabama in a couple weeks. Um, so looking forward to it. See ya. Sounds good. Let's go. I like it. No dullard. Good stuff. We definitely got some very winnable games coming up. Florida's not been anything to write home about as of late. Uh, Kansas State took them out back, bent them over a barrel. Uh, Auburn, I was kind of surprised with how that thing went with uh, West Virginia today. I mean, they lost. And then I know we'll be at Vanderbilt, but it's never like that's just absolutely a home game for them. That that week of uh, Valentine's Day starting with that Wednesday with Alabama and then you know, the one, why do they always put these Kentucky, Tennessee games at like 12 or one o'clock? Is that one going to be on CBS? I feel like we always have one that ends up being on CBS against them. Yeah, I think it looks like it. These, right these now. midweek games, it almost feels like your midweek games in college baseball, where it's like, okay, you don't want to stub your toe against Moorhead State with Vandy coming in this weekend. And like, you know, it was, Mississippi State and Starkville on a Tuesday, Georgia on a Wednesday night game this week. Uh, Florida's not very good Wednesday night game. Vanderbilt after that on a Wednesday night game. Um, so it's like you got to we've, – we've got all these big games on Saturdays. I know the Bama game is a Wednesday night, but, uh, like, you got you to gotta hold serve, man. You got you to – I mean, going down to Florida and winning is, is never easy, but it should be expected this week we're probably going to be a seven or eight point favorite on the road down there but uh, you still gotta you still gotta do it man and like is is cam going to string it together is he going to have another really good game back to back or is he going to disappear so much of college basketball at this point in the season you hear barnes talk about this at scouting reports and you feel like after Kamwa had those back-to-back games where he didn't miss a shot it was 15 of 15 the first two conference games of the season you felt like teams decided, look, we can't let this guy beat him. And he was getting a lot of double teams and physical play, and he didn't handle it well. And maybe sort of that sort of backed off tonight, and he didn't see the same treatment. Well, guess what? He's going to get the same treatment Wednesday night, and he's either got to play through it or somebody else has to step up. So that's going to be something I'm interested in seeing, how they handle this success going down there to Gainesville. Let's get Mark in here next as we get back to it. Good evening, Mark. How are you, sir? Russ, what's up, bro? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm great. I'm uh, having that little keg of glory victory drink over at the Saloon 16 after the game. But first thing I want to ask is, how about headband Olivier Camwall looking Matthew McConaughey right in his eyes and saying, all right, all right, all right. How about I just drop 26 right in your face, baby? Because the real UT just stood up. Is it the hand? Was this also, was this the first game with the the rose or the braids? Uh, I'm not up on the, uh, the, the hairstyles. It, I mean, he's, he's worn that style before, but I, I think it, had, I think it was the first this year. I was in the car. Yeah. Uh, right before the game started, Bert was uh, talking about how slick is he had a new. He dude. had a little more juice to him. We, a little we more just swag. left the game. Yeah, we 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 just left the game and we were looking like who the 
who is that guy? I mean, I, I saw the 13, but damn, you see the headband makes it pop a little bit. Maybe he's in hanging over uh, Bobby Mays. But uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, great win. Question is to you fellas, um, do you think we have a chance to jump up to number two with Bama getting the brake speed off of them in their own house? Not only did they get the field rushed on them in football, but also in basketball. Congratulations, Alabama. But uh, Cincinnati kind of hung with Houston a little bit, and they struggled. And, you know, we had a pretty definitive victory over Texas. You know, pretty impressive win. So I was just wondering what you guys think about Tennessee maybe jumping up to number two. Go Vols, and uh, let's keep on going, baby. Yeah, I can definitely see them getting up to two. I'm really more curious about what happens with the net. Um, we'll see an update on that uh, hopefully tomorrow. But you mentioned it, talked about it earlier, Alabama. Yeah, I mean, one of the worst losses you can have uh, in their position. And it wasn't like they played great against Mississippi State earlier in the week. And then you look at it from a standpoint of Houston is they're still winning, but not exactly playing the toughest competition. So I can definitely see uh, Tennessee getting to number two. And if you look at where the votes were at from this past ranking, uh, Tennessee wasn't too far behind Houston. I think we were both in the low 1300s. So uh, with that being the case, yeah, I could see enough people swing their vote. You see a team because a lot of these people that, I mean, they don't even follow half these teams but you see Tennessee get a win over another top 10 team. It's going to definitely sway those people's opinions and just kind of check the stat sheets and then um, put, put their vote in. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Kansas up by seven at Rupp. Two minutes to go in the first half there. I'm pulling for Kansas. I just can't do it, man. Even if I, I thought it would bring us good fortune, I, I just I can't root for Kentucky. So one of their stud freshmen, I don't know if you guys have seen this, or you have to be careful with, with talking about it on um, radio and, and stuff where the FCC could get involved. But obviously Grady Dick, the stud freshman for Kansas, they've had a lot of girls wearing shirts uh, at uh, in, in Lawrence just walking around and the shirts just say, I heart Dick. The, um, you know, that's, that's, that, that's what you want your, your little girl to go to school and wear a <laughs> I heart dick shirt. That's a, really proud fathers. A, I'm sure. Great human interest kind of, kind of story. Just, I, I guess to, to paint a better picture, just think of like the, like I heart New York or NYC shirts that you would always yeah. see. And it's very simple, but it's just I heart dick. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody listening is aware of what you're talking about. Well, I can't show a visual, so I have to visually paint the picture using words. I mean, you're like the John Ward of post-game Twitter spaces shows. <laughs> I've always said, baby. I appreciate the kind words. It's hard to live up to a legend like that. So the fact that I'm at least even mentioned in the same breath is just uh, truly remarkable and a uh, uh, it's an honor that I, I do not take lightly. Westchester is next. Westchester, turn your mic on. This shit again? Come on, Westchester. Every time. Oh, 
I mean, it is after nine o'clock on a Saturday. How drunk is he? Blowed away. Come on, Westchester. Bottom left of your phone. We really screen. have to go through this every time. Mike is on. Mike is on this couch. And he has no idea that you've added him in. Three, two, one. West, Good day, Westchester sir. has been ejected from the premises. I mean, I know as a, as a girl dad, when, when I held my baby girl in my arms for the first time, it's a proud father. I know all girl dads listening to this right now, that like, you just, you just hope you pray that one day your daughter will go to college and wear an I heart dick t-shirt. It's gotta be a proud moment. I know you've mentioned it from time to time, Russ, that, you know, you hoped one day your little girl would do it. Have an I heart dick t-shirt strapped on spotlight, Eddie. Another, another man who's been known to, uh, like, whether or not he can actually get on the voluntary reaction is sometimes in question. Spotlight Eddie. Are you there? There he is. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm live and in person, bro. Live and local. Spotlight Eddie. How you doing? Doing great. I'm sitting in the Taco Bell drive-through. No place you'd rather be. Oh, after this game, absolutely not. Maybe the bathroom. What are we getting? What's the order tonight, Spotlight Eddie? I got a Big Beef Burrito Supreme, and I'm sampling those new uh, chicken uh, burritos. That one of them is a salsa verde, and the other one I couldn't even tell. You. You gonna go hot sauce, fire sauce? How? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm throwing some fire. I'm throwing some fire. Okay, all right. He is a real man, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck around with that weak shit. <laughs> what I do you know, think I'm, about I, it, Eddie? I'm proud. I'm proud of our guys tonight. I just spent the last three hours in Thompson Bowling Arena. And, um, but I'm still a little pissed at our fans. How was the atmosphere tonight? It, it sounded pretty loud. It sounded louder than the Kentucky game by far. Oh, absolutely. But we still had some chicken shit sons of bitches that want to sit there and sip their wine out of the corner of their mouth. And yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit, man. There's uh, uh, all these schools want to sell all these premium seats down right by the floor. And you look at these seats behind the basket, there's a lot of them are just empty. And these are million-dollar chairs, right? And um, we talked on the show this week, Bear, like they've they kind of they priced. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the quote-unquote common fan has long since been priced out of season tickets, but they, they jacked them up again this season and pinched a little bit more. And I think it's just, it's harder and harder for Joe six pack, especially if he wants to take family uh, to go to these games and raise a ruckus. 
Well, no, I'm talking. I mean, we're we're up off the corner of the floor, and we've got a ton of folks. Sorry, excuse me, man. Yeah, I'm gonna need uh, a bunch of hot sauce too. For <laughs> a bunch of hot sauce. Don't go cheap on them now. No, nah, no, nah, fill that bag up, motherfucker. Um, yeah. No, no, I'm mean, Taco Bell. I mean, you're already gonna have diarrhea. You're just adding to the problem at this point. Well, if it's going to happen, you might as well make it happen hastily. That's what I always say, Eddie. What, you guys get diarrhea from Taco Bell? I mean, it happens. No, no. I mean, I'm I'm good. Shit. I think you're like a champ, bro. There you go. Thank you so much. You have a good night, man. It was a pretty Probably quick uh, run through the drive through there. Yeah, I try to throw them a bone too. Do you uh, you ever pay it forward? Uh, say, hey, I want to pay for the meal. Whoever's behind me. Oh no, but I'll I'll give I'll give the guy a five spot in the uh, in the in the drive-thru. Oh yeah, it's nice. I'm not I'm not fucked up with giving that man a five spot. You know, shit. you know what I do whenever that happens? I pull up there and they say, hey, the car in front of you. Just bought your meal. You know what I say? Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wife's yeah. like, you don't want to pay back? Like, no, I don't want to pay it for it. No. I don't know what the person behind me has. They might oh, be getting lunch for everybody at the office. It could be $300. No. Yeah, he's paying for like 14 kids. He exactly. got like 30, 37 tacos and 12 bean burritos. No. It's got to stop somewhere. It might as well be with me. That's what I say. Oh, exactly. Take care of that guy in the window. Throw him a bone. That's what I do. Here's your five spot, bro. Thank you for taking care of my order. But, High roller spotlight, Eddie. Bear, have you ever tipped the guy at the window in Taco Bell? Shit, no. <laughs> Nobody. No, damn sure don't. Well, what's, what's the deal now? Everybody asks for a tip now. They spin that iPad oh, around towards you. Oh, no, 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 no. If they ask for it, fuck them. Fuck how, them. Much, how much fuck are them. you going to tip? 18%, 20%, 25%? How about you just give me the food like back in the olden days and I leave? End of transaction. Yeah. Uh, other, 0%. Oh, shit. You boys have, you boys have touched a nerve because I'm, I'm about to go on my first, my first cruise. In a couple of days. Oh boy, you'll be tipping everything, Spotlight Eddie. Oh no, no, I I just dropped a grand on a on a uh, a drink package. It's like all inclusive. You just get whatever you want, and don't have to worry about it. Well, no, I get I get fifteen drinks a day. Me and the wife each get fifteen drinks a day, but it's still a grand. Fifteen drinks a day. I don't know if that's enough on a cruise, depending on when you're looking at starting. Well, I mean, when you think about the uh, the day at sea, yeah, I'm gonna need fifteen drinks. But when I get off the boat and go on an excursion for twelve hours or whatever, I'm gonna need fifteen drinks. But Fifteen drinks is fifteen drinks. That's true. That's what they say. Fifteen is fifteen. 
But no, I'm 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 proud of our guys tonight. I was kind of I, I mentioned it earlier. You did. I'm not real. I'm not real pleased with the fans. We had a ton of folks sitting around just. Get them a fucking clap, man. Oh, I'm barking in their ear. Even if they had, like, earpieces in their ear. Get up and fucking clap, man. You know what? uh, Yeah, it's, uh, I I wasn't there, so I can't comment on it. All I can say is it seemed pretty loud on TV, and it seemed loud early. It was (laughs) like, it, it felt like the crowd was into it. And they didn't need, like, you know, sometimes, oh, man, the team's got to give them an excuse. It's like, no, man, create your own environment. And I thought we did that tonight. So uh, it can always be a little bit louder, though. I've been a season ticket holder since I got out of prison. Jerry Green was the coach when I got out of prison. So you were in prison for the Kevin O'Neill era. That's actually kind of convenient when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt like I was in prison too at times when we were like scoring 39 points in a game. It's like, damn. I was watching it it from prison when I could, but no, no, no. Why in the hell? Why in the hell? Come on, people. Turn, turn. Sorry. <laughs> Eddie, we got to turn, man. Uh, thank you for jumping in with us. Drive carefully. Enjoy your Taco Bell. And uh, we hope to hear from you Wednesday after Florida. Oh, absolutely. I'm pulling in the driveway now. All right, man. You go, you go uh, kill that bag. You got it. Spotlight Eddie, we got a little bit of everything there, a little basketball analysis, a little bit of holding the crowd, the fan base to account, um, his Taco Bell order, sounded like he was cursing at some bad drivers there. I mean, uh, you know, analysis of his upcoming cruise. Spotlight Eddie, man, we shine the spotlight on everything. Exactly. Let's get Brady <laughs> in here next. What's up, Brady? How you doing, guys? Doing well. How are you, sir? I want to talk about two things. One, can I don't know if y'all have been listening, but Kentucky and Bama students have been talking some mad, mad shit, and I'm sick and tired of it. Kentucky and Bama fans been talking? And their students, especially their students, are getting are getting worse every single day. What are they saying? Oh, uh, Bama! They're saying they're bringing up the football stuff, saying, "Oh my God!" I, I mean, I just the only thing I tell them is, Brandon Miller. I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong on this, but Brandon Miller certain stuff. If he has a bad game, team plays bad. If he's a decent or a good game, then they'll play basically based on his pace. I mean, Brandon Miller's. Their backbone. Um, I'm tired of Kentucky. I just want them. I, they're a blue blood. They get so much credit. I'm just tired of it. Well, as of this week, uh, Tennessee will be the highest ranked team in the Southeastern Conference. 
Uh, we were ranked number six in football, top 10, number two in baseball. So if anybody else wants <laughs> yep. to talk, they can. But as a Tennessee fan, it just goes in one ear and out the other, buddy. For sure. And then the other thing was, is um, I was walking by the behind the bench of Texas and um, I got to stir the pot a little bit. Of course, I'm a Tennessee fan. I got to stir the pot a little bit. Walked by and I say, um, are, y'all re- are y'all really good or not? Because your uh, record clearly shows y'all are, but I don't know about tonight. And they were like, they're like, look at the look at the uh, Big Twelve and SEC challenge, and I was like, what about it? I mean, y'all are coming over the SEC because clearly y'all are need better competition. And they're like, no, Big Twelve is better. Why are they coming over here? I get it, probably for money. Um, Texas clearly isn't good at football. Uh, Quinn Ewers is dog. Arch Manning is dog. Um, but they just claim that they're the best at everything. And I'm like, why are you coming over to our conference? Exactly. I don't even really want them over here. Oh, look, there's Red Panda Bear at halftime of the Kentucky game. Oh, I see. It looks good. You get me within a hundred feet and give me a good sized grapefruit. I'll knock her off that fucking unicycle. <laughs> yep. Yep. So rude. So rude. All right, y'all have a good night. Y'all have a good night. You too, Brady. Appreciate you, my man. Uh, you got to be a real dark soul, a real hater to hate on Red Panda. National treasure. National treasure? Brought on a unicycle throwing bowls on her head, dude. You can't do it. Never wanted to. She's on national television right now. She probably made 10 grand tonight doing that. She does it like three times a week, just making bank. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hanging out with you? Yeah, that pay well. Last time I checked, not really. <laughs> Who's <laughs> winning here? Maybe you ought to get yourself a unicycle yeah. and a couple of bowls. Yeah, I'm sure. We'll give her half the enjoyment hanging out with you. Does Red Panda? Look out! Here comes Orange Bear. Big old guy, big bald guy on a unicycle. I couldn't ride a damn unicycle. I didn't have a damn orthopedic ward. All right, let's let uh, Joshy Boy finish his call from earlier. He had some technical difficulties. He was batting the leadoff spot, grounded out weakly to short. Joshy Boy, are you with us? Yeah, we got you, man. Go ahead. How the fuck are you, Russell and Davey, doing after we just absolutely shit on Texas tonight? Well, we're drinking from the keg of glory. Life is good. I don't want to hear about that fucking Big 12 talk. Well, after the Big 12 dominated the SEC tonight, but Tennessee absolutely Beat the shit out of Texas tonight. And how about Olivier Kamwa's electric performance tonight, guys? Uh, he, was, he was fantastic from the get-go, just locked in. 
Um, he was in the zone tonight. You could tell every time he got the ball, it was going in. The shot was pure. Uh, we were going to him. He was in rhythm. He's playing defense. He's getting rebounds. Um, that's why, you know, people kind of, I mean, I think it was Barnes who said he had Grant Williams-like potential when he signed here four years ago. And we, we haven't seen that, but we saw it tonight. And the question with him, you know, people have said it a million times throughout the year and, and, and a million times tonight is, can he do it consistently? If he can, like the ceiling goes up dramatically for this team, which already had a very high ceiling. So we'll, we'll keep going back to him and, and keep seeing if he can do it consistently, but he's got to prove it so far. Tonight was a great game for him, no doubt. Guys, what did you think of really about Tennessee holding Marcus Carr down? That was a really good job by Tennessee's defense tonight. Yeah, I'm curious how that goes. Like, I mean, we were going to – it wasn't like he was in a situation he was going to go off, but obviously the first half he had zero points, got two fouls within, I think, the first four minutes. And you can tell that definitely uh, stymied him. But I, I thought I uh, did a good job of switching guys off and on on and he just he wasn't able to ever get anything going. And, I mean, whenever their starters played like they did and our defense played like we did, it, it was going to be a long night for them. Yeah, for sure. Russell, what do you think will be like the – who do you think will be the X factor for Tennessee, like winding down during like the big dance stretch run? Who do you think will be the X factor? Probably Camwa. I mean – it's like he, he's got to be consistent, man. Like if, if he has just those disappearing nights, we can win, but it's going to be hard. If he plays like he did tonight, I know we're not going to get 27 out of him every night, but if if, if he scores in the upper teens, it, we're going to be hard to beat. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's huge. And then uh, Phillips, too, you know, he's quiet tonight. Uh, can, can, he, can he give us – consistency um there's just so many guys that here here's the this is a good thing or a bad thing depending on how you want to look at it and we win by 11 tonight so i'm going to look at it as a good thing uh but we have still so many guys you know key phillips uh adu urosh guys who just didn't do much tonight and we still won just imagine if we can ever get to a point. Boy, Red Panda is getting a lot of airtime today. Just imagine if we can ever get to a point where we're hitting on all cylinders. It'd be unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, we would be unstoppable. And uh, guys, out the door, I don't know if you saw, Joe Lenardi has us as a one seed in the East in Greensboro. And uh, if we won, like, the first game, Guess who we would play? We would we would play either the eight seed North Carolina or the nine seed uh, New Mexico. We could uh, in North Carolina's rain on their home court. Have a good night, go Vols. See ya. See ya. Yeah, we have, we have talked about that particular matchup. I'm I'm not exactly amped up at the potential of playing uh, North Carolina in Greensboro, but. Play. How about Tennessee playing in in like Nashville or something? We we never have that, 
right? We never get to play somewhere advantageous. It's always some weird matchup nope. where you're playing Duke in Greensboro or um, – We played Duke one time in my life. Uh, just, you know, hypothetically. It's you, you hear about those matchups, and not necessarily us either, but other teams. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that, man. You shouldn't be able to play NCAA tournament games in your home state in the first two rounds. Should be the opposite of the women's game. Barrett, we have a um, a landmark passing in uh, in rock and roll tonight. Yeah, I saw that the guy from television, Tom Verlaine. Yeah, if you've ever picked up an electric guitar, you like uh, good rock music. Go get an album by the band Television. Nobody ever talks about this. It's a great. It's an unknown treasure. Marquee Moon is fantastic. Start to finish, garage rock, soaring, dual guitars, modes. Bear, do you know about modes? Maybe the McSlodian mode. The Phrygian. Tom Verlaine, all about the modes. A true axe man, rock god, who never got his fair due. No, he's one of those guys, Russ, if it wasn't for him, uh, there are other bands that, that people do know in our household names that I don't know that they would have had the same trajectory without his influence. Passes away at the age of 73 in New York City. Pour one out for the great Tom Berlane this evening ladies and gentlemen voluntary reaction the show must go on we continue let's get star child in here next what's up star child what's up guys how are you guys tonight doing well how are you sir i'm doing well i'm even better tonight after watching us uh do so well tonight uh, it's good good to see some nice shooting um across the board um ziegler did, did well tonight I'm just having a, a good time enjoying the show, listening to Spotlight Eddie do his thing, you know? I mean, that's just, wow. <laughs> Did he ever tell us, Bear, why he went to prison? I know we've talked about his incarceration. Yeah, yeah, I know why. stealing something so... or? No, somebody uh, stole something from oh, him. Oh, he got violent. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Right. And steal from Spotlight yeah. Eddie at your own risk. The more you find, the more you fuck around, the more you find out. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's some people that that found out. So. <laughs> you could say that. No, I mean, I just I think that uh, we got some uh, a few college kids that might have had a little bit too much to drink, but it's enjoyable to hear their their commentary as well. Um, all positive things, you know. Who was it? Brady was blown well, that boy, away. That boy was gone. Like he told us that they were Alabama and Kentucky fans were saying all kinds of stuff. And Russ asked him and then he strung together about three incomplete yep. sentences and that was he was Wow. He was gone, man. Yeah, he was. That was fun. Volunteer reaction though. That's facts. That's 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 at its best, you know. But I, real quick, just a quick comment for you guys. It was cool to see the the team that was put together tonight with the injuries or what's not going on with the uh, with the regular starting five and to see what you know what Barnes put together tonight and how well they played 
even though what you said about, you know, some of them not even playing that well, um, you know, to have who came in and, and stepped up in places, it was, it was cool to watch. And I think it's just a, a testament to what this team is and what it can be on a, when they're firing on all cylinders. I mean, we've seen glimpses of it throughout the season. Right, right. Um, you know, with the way we play defense, when we get it going offensively, we're one of the toughest outs in college basketball. Absolutely. Um, and they, you know, it, we keep going back to it, but when Kenwa plays like he played tonight and you got Ziegler doing, doing his deal from point, we're going to be hard to beat anybody, Absolutely. anybody in the country. And it's, you know, we've, we've still got a, a really tough, a, a lot of tough tests left in the regular season schedule. So I'm not quite ready to talk about the tournament. Oh yet. no, I don't, I, I don't even want to look at it. I don't, people are talking about it. I don't want to hear what C we're going to, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear nothing. Obviously I think we're going to be high up there, but I'm just want to be focused on finishing strong winning, you know, going to the SEC tournament and, yeah, I'm looking forward to to asserting our uh, our will and our domination over the rest of the Southeastern yeah, Conference. Absolutely, really want to go up to Rupp and get. I mean, we've got a lot of big oh, games, yeah. and if we take care of business and win them, it's going to be a lot of fun. No, I, I agree 100. percent I, I think that if we go to Rupp and, and show them what's you know what's up with who Tennessee is, and obviously it's sad to have a, a bad night, an off night versus such a great team and uh, a great rivalry. Uh, correction, but. Uh, with with Bama getting spanked tonight, um, I, I hope that that does something to their morale. I mean, I hope that that doesn't like kick in their pants and keep going. You know what I mean? I hope that does something because that team can play great and obviously a great contender in the SEC. But yeah, I wonder yeah. what the deal was there if they were just you know, not, not up for the game, came out flat for whatever reason, or, right. you know, is there a lingering hangover from the off the court drama that they've been dealing with, with the, the teammate who's, uh, you know, was involved in that shooting. Right. right. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a number of things that could be wrong with what's, you know, what's going on with the team's chemistry or whatnot, but uh, I'm a, I'm a Tennessee fan. So it's nice to see Bama losing anything. I don't care if it's basketball, soccer. So, here, here. Uh, anyway, uh, it was good talking to you guys. Uh, you know, go balls. Hope you guys have a good night. Thanks for bringing me on for a few minutes. Thank you, Starchild. Appreciate you, my man. Be safe tonight. But I do not like Oscar. Uh, she boy. Kentucky pulls to within four against Kansas as they're underway there in the second half now at Corrupt Arena. Let's get Shane in here next. Voluntary reaction, UT postgame Twitter spaces. What's up, Shane? Going well. How are you, sir? Uh, blown away. Blown Pretty away. Blown away. What are you sipping on tonight? Well, I was supposed to host a view, a watch party on my projection screen today, but all the Real adults had kid stuff pop up, and everybody canceled on me. So I went to the bar to watch the game. Okay. I had about uh, 10 or 12 beers at the bar. 10 or 12 beers? Yeah, a couple shots. 
and a couple of shots. Okay. And then I came home and I'm listening to you guys and I'm having another 12 pack. So you're, you're going for over 20 beers plus shots tonight, Shane. Well, I really wanted this one today, guys. Outstanding. You got it. When we say we're drinking from the keg of glory, the word from is really operative here, Shane. It just sounds like you're drinking the keg of glory. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was just, yeah, straight tap, IV. All right, man. Well, I'm Uh, I'm impressed that you're still coherent. What you got for us tonight? Am I the only one that doesn't give a – like, just like uh, football in bowl games, I don't give a fuck about the SEC teams. I hope they all lose. Big 12, this Big 12 challenge, it's nice to see Mississippi State beat a team that's ranked because we dominated them twice. So that was fun to watch before our game came on. But other than that, I don't give a shit. Watching Alabama get whooped up like that, they can brag all they want to about the Big 12 being better than the SEC. It doesn't matter. Well, it does impact seeding at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I know all the technical stuff, but. To me, it just like, because at the end of the day, it's going to be a matchup where the matchup is. We're going to get seated where we get seated. We're going to have to beat the team in front of us. That's fair, but sometimes one matchup's easier than another matchup. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw a projection a couple weeks ago where we were a two seed, and our second round matchup would have been Michigan State. I'd take that. Yeah. Right now, the only – I was surprised when I saw this. I mean, they usually talk about how good the Big Ten has been. There's only one team in the Big Ten that is currently ranked. Yeah. It just so happens to be the number one team in the country in Purdue. Yeah. And we all know Purdue, they have a tendency to drop off and then pop back up in the tournament. They did that that year. We got bounced in the 316. Yep, up in Louisville. Yeah. It was a long drive back home. But, no, I really wanted this one today because of, uh, you know, we beat Kansas, but then after that, you know, we barely lost to, our, to Arizona. And then we shit the bed against Kentucky. And I just, today I thought, well, it was a big, big opportunity to, hey, we belong in the top five, wherever we might land, two, three, whatever they're going to put us at, you know. Texas was number 10, right? Correct. Okay. And as of late, I mean, if if Kansas continues to fall off and you look back and, and Texas keeps it up, I mean, that's probably going to be your number one win on the season. Yeah. Uh, unless you're knocking off Alabama when they're still ranked high. As far as, like, opportunities against ranked opponents that are going to be in the top 10 – uh, with only 10 games left in the year, those opportunities are definitely exactly um, dwindling. So it's, it's great to get this one tonight. Yeah. I mean, if Kentucky keeps, well, what's that Kentucky score? Y'all got that? 47 to 43. Kansas is up four with 16 minutes left. Okay. Yeah. That's plenty of time. Yeah. Kentucky, I think they've stabilized. I wouldn't say that they've figured it out, but they've definitely uh, stopped the bleeding. Uh, and I, I think they've they've won four in a row since that loss to South Carolina. Yeah, um, that makes a big game in Rupp, and like we've got the Bama game. Um, but what a couple of games with Auburn and Arkansas game. Are those our biggest games left the rest of the season? 
Yeah, right now the remaining ranked opponents we have on the schedule are just uh, Auburn and Alabama. Yeah. Wow. SEC kind of uh, down this year, no doubt about it. They are, but I'd say like you can still lose to some of these teams on any given night. Um, do y'all? Am I the only one that know? Like maybe I haven't watched enough games. I've tried to watch as many as I can. I'm seeing a little bit more of the inside game popping up. The alley oops, the inside, you know, passing game popping up. No, I think that's a good observation. Like we run throwing a lot of alley oops. I've been watching this Kansas yeah. game. I mean, they've thrown at least like five alley oops tonight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, you know, the game goes cyclical. It's been more spread out here the past couple of years. I still think that's kind of the trend, but. Um, I, I do think you are seeing a little bit of a resurgence of the the big men. You're not not mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. throw it down low, back to the basket, dribbling mm-hmm. and, and that kind of stuff. But um, I mean, you got to have tall guys in basketball. The more things exactly. change, that will always stay the same. You got to have size. Well, I think that I mean, especially tonight I, and, and over the last several weeks, I've been surprised at the inside out game. Um, people can try to shut down the three point line on us and. I mean, we either hit them or we don't. It really, we're not taking a lot of contested threes. We either just hit them or we don't. But I think we're starting to see a lot of respect on that three-point line. Is that kind of opening up that inside play? Well, no, the inside play is opening up. Okay, see, yeah. All right. Well, and I, I do think there is something to be said for what you're saying too, Shane. Yeah, we – always want to play inside out. They want to throw it inside and then kick it back out. But like the Michigan game last year, the Kentucky game this year, teams that can harass Vesey in particular and guard the three-point line. Like, I mean, you know, Urosh almost was able to do it single-handedly against Kentucky. Yeah. But that's not a great recipe for us. Do you all think that Kamwa is just going to – is he somebody who can do that every night, or is he just going to end up being somebody who is a situational matchup? Like tonight, he was just a problem for Texas, and then maybe in a couple of weeks he'll be a problem for somebody else. But in between there, we won't get he'll disappear again. That's the million dollar question. I mean, we're, yep. we're all wanting to see it. You know, I think he's capable of of being more consistent, but he hasn't been this far. Hey, Shane, we're going to move along, buddy. You stay safe. Yeah, tonight, go ahead. Right, go Vols. Behave yourself now on your quest for 20 beers plus shots. Good grief. I mean, what does it say for his alcoholic uh, capacity that he's able to drink that, drink that much and carry on a coherent conversation with us like that? Is that a lot of practice? I imagine his, his liver's going to be the size of a football soon if he doesn't slow down. Case of beer and shots. I mean, what he got started at, well, let's just assume five o'clock. I mean, maybe it's just like, you know, mid forties. I don't know about you bear, but like just the thought of (laughs) beers. First of all, I would be asleep after like number six or seven. I mean, there was a day, there was a time when I could hold my own, but, uh, anymore, like, and you enter shots into the equation. Like, first of all, you're talking about being asleep. Uh, I'm talking about um, a severe headache the next day. 
Yeah. <laughs> don't like shit. I don't know. I never really. I was never a big beer drinker. When I drank, I I drank liquor and as much as I could get my hands on. What about you, Davey? You're could, a young so. man in your prime. You still tying them on every now and then? Uh, Fourth of July, I passed out at my parents' dock. It's the last time I've gotten absolutely shit faced on the dock. You get yeah, burned? yeah. Like, no, it was nice. Oh, oh, okay. I don't yeah. I remember a guy. Uh, this is years and years ago. Passed out at a like summer party. Just passed out like in a field somewhere. Woke up. It's just like a sunburn that sent him to the hospital. Like it was half. You know, like he was like on his sides with no shirt on. So it was just like one shoulder and half his back. It's just awful. Oh, just God. awful. Sounds fun. Now I've actually, uh, I've, I've, um, I've slowed down. I actually haven't uh, drank at all this year. How about that? Not, not a drop. Not a drop as of, uh, well, I guess today's January twenty eighth. So oh, went hard on um, New Year's yeah. Eve. That was the last time for a while. Conversation's huh. actually making me thirsty. Step out to the fridge for a second. Let's get grown-up Bobby Hill in here while I do that. GBH. What's up, fellas? How's it going, man? Good. How y'all doing? Doing well. Doing well. How about you? All doing great, man. Um, hey, uh, quick question. Is um, Red Panda, that's on the list of awesome things Bear hates, right? Prominently on the list. I thought what the fuck I, I, awesome I, I, about her. She rides a damn unicycle and throws China up on her head. I mean, hey, we can't all be talented. <laughs> I, I was glad to see the University of Northern Mexico have to go back and milk steers again. I mean, that was pretty nice. Yeah, I, I hope they took the time to uh, pay homage to uh, Sam Houston and Davy Crockett while they were up here. Yeah, I, I doubt it, but yeah, that, that's that's a good thought. Now they they need to the, the people that that freed them, so they could have their little university down there and and pretend like they're UT. So it's just the ungratefulness of it. Yeah, it, it is. It's 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 like a spit in the face. I mean, it, I just I can't stand. It. I I hate them. I can't stand them. I probably hate them worse than just about any other any of our SEC rivals. I just because. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm whoa. Well, I can't handle it. it. It's like they, it's, they're, it's, damn. They're like, they're Clemson West. I mean, they, they're trying to steal our damn colors, trying to steal our swagger. You know what? F them guys, man. Well, I'll say this. I think they got a long way to go to earn rivalry status with the Big Orange. But for a school that big, in a state that big, in a city that big, with all the great players that have gone through there, all the money that goes through there, the Texas oil money and everything, they have gotten a really lousy return on what should be. I mean, they, they should have a dynasty in any sport they want to. And, you know, they had the Vince Young year. You know, they had Rick Barnes' final four run. Other than that, what has Texas done for the past 50 years? Uh, the last national championship they won, the dude that was coaching them was a Tennessee native. Mac Brown, Cookville's yep. finest. Cookville, <laughs> just thirty minutes, thirty minutes west of me. Yeah, well, I'm glad uh, you've already. 
you know, they've already got your your red up there, uh, GBH. Uh, you, oh, yeah, I just I I can't stand, and I'm I'm itching. I can't wait for them to join the SEC so we can just pound their damn eyes shut every year in every fucking sport. I I can't wait for it. Maybe it, you think if we beat them enough, we could maybe get them to change their damn name. <laughs> I I don't know about that, but I mean we haven't played them in football, have we? No, we haven't. Like ever? I, I can't wait for it. I mean, I, I know we played them in like the nineteen fifty one uh, Cotton Bowl, but like in my lifetime, as long as I've been following them, I, I don't think I think you got to go back to the sixties or, or so since Tennessee last played Texas, which is crazy. You would think that they would have hooked up at some yeah. point in a bowl game eventually but no no well they're scared i don't know what they'll say hey no i'm i'm but i'm i'm waiting i'm excited for them being in oklahoma boat join the sec i can't wait to shut them stupid fools up <laughs> okay we get it grown up bobby oh golly uh, hey fair I, I don't think a guy likes texas very much i don't know is that your I, takeaway here I, I hate him hey i got one more question <laughs> Just real quick, uh, just a little, a quick poll here. Uh, I've got a damn Alabama fan on the hook on Twitter. Like, I've apparently raised his hackles. And I'm wondering, like, it, normally, like, shit I put on Twitter is, like, I'm I'm very polite. I try to be very nice. I try to put, I try not to put anything on Twitter. I wouldn't show my bosses at work. But this guy's pissed me off. And I'm wondering if I should just troll him really hard or just let it go. Bear, what do you say? Let it go. Uh, thank, thank you. Well, you know what? Wow. If for reason, I will. I will abide by that. Thank you, Bear. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys have a good evening, man. Go balls. What are you? Twitter beefs. I wish you getting more Twitter beefs. I mean, if you get in more Twitter beefs, you'd be more. Uh, docile around the station. Nah, I don't want to do that. End up like McClure, the Catholic Church after me. Well, I mean, you don't have to be like. I mean, you don't have to tell a nun to fuck off. Like, we're not saying you got to do that. <laughs> Poor Cody. Nobody ever did get the joke. That's the funniest part about that whole thing. What joke. <laughs> Nobody got the tweet. I think we what understood it very what well. Was there to, yeah. <laughs> is there a, because where he was at, everybody was chanting that thing. And then all he did was tweet out what everybody was chanting. That's not a joke. He had the, <laughs> the three-word thing. And then underneath it, it said, everyone. Yeah, it's not Everyone like he's playing would... chess while we're all playing checkers, Bear. We know what he was getting at. I don't, I never quite understood. I, I thought he was much maligned and very misunderstood. The quiet genius, Cody McClure. Yeah, and that's the example to draw upon. Quiet and genius. Not words I would use to describe Big Mac, but I love him. My guy. To my buddy Justin Hanna is what? next. What's going on, guys? What's up, dude? Oh man, not much. Uh, 
it's not. I just maybe jump on the last few minutes. Uh, and I don't think I just brought this up. Um, you think Barnes is pissing our boys for giving them the horns down tonight? Did we? I didn't see that. Yeah. Dang. Was it your us? Yeah, it was, the whole, like, all of them is a great picture. Doing the horns down. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It seems like it's going to piss Barnes off, right? It does. I mean, like, they're going to be running laps and shit, you know, come Monday for doing that. Yeah, they're going to be tired. We're going to lose our next game. Yeah. Uh, when we, well, we got we play Wednesday night this week, so. I mean, you really think he gives a shit about that? Uh, he seems like the type of wood. I mean, he does. I mean, he, he you know, because, I mean, look. If I, he kind of lets them be themselves, man. I mean, I, I, I know. I don't have a problem with it. I mean. Personally, I mean, Barnes. I think coming on here trying to stir shit up is what I think. No, I ain't trying to stir anything. Per, per usual. I'm not trying to stir anything up, Bear. I'm just stating a fact. I mean, that I think he'd get mad. I mean, he, I mean, has he ever actually buried Texas for firing him? No. I mean, he, he's a classy type guy like that and would get pissed off over all that. The last time I now see the horns down video. I was gonna say the last time we uh, hung on the rim and tempted the wrath of the whatever from high atop the thing, waving that trophy in front of those Kentucky fans at that football game. What happened, Mm -hmm. Justin Hanna? No, he. Well, we all shit the beds. What happened? We 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 shit the bed. We couldn't hit. We couldn't hit water. We fell out of a boat that day, much less a bucket. So, I. but anyway, guys, I, I, just, I just wanted to jump on real quick. I know y'all probably been on here for a while. I haven't had a chance to call in a couple of days. Uh, the Billy Corgan interview was awesome the other day. Oh, thank you. Thank that, you. Was, that was, I mean, at first I thought, when I saw that like on the podcast, I don't get to listen live. I listen to the podcast at night. I thought y'all were having the 30 for 30 Billy Corgan on. The one that did like the U documentaries and all that. What is that that guy's name? Because I, I, he, he, he's Billy Corgan too. Is he? Yeah. No, no, no. The, no. He's, the, he's the, Billy the, Corbin. C O R Corbin. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I, that's who I, I thought. They were both that they both had the same it's name. Similar. Yeah, and, and I just I mean I just never or you know because you know uh, I heard him talking. I said, "Holy shit!" Nineteen seventy nine on the drive i mean that's pretty damn cool right there yeah uh, and 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 plus they you know i do enjoy his nwa wrestling product so but that was neat you know that's is that the i mean that's gonna be what is that like the biggest non-sports guy you've ever had on the show <sighs> biggest non-sports guy um yeah i mean he's right up there i i have to think about that i'm I'm blanking as, as far as non-sports guys that we've had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Freaking uh, Tim Meadows was on the show. Well, the ladies, uh, man. Covassier. Well, yeah. I mean, so, oh, uh, my God. I, I, God seems like I remember y'all having him on there now, actually. Yeah. That's, that's a deep cut from way that's back. From way back so. in the day. Uh, we had uh, Jay Moore on the show. Um I think what are some other big ones that we've had? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It doesn't get much bigger than Mr. Well, I mean, he, he's had me on the show several times. 
you know, you've had me on the show several it's, times. Too, I, so. I get a little nervous every time we bring you on for different reasons. <laughs> but look, look, anytime I get to call in live, Bear gives me a speech telling me not to cuss. And it's like, I know better than that. So I do have some manners. Well, yeah, what do you think my guy is? Some kind of blithering idiot bear? <laughs> you want me to have I me mean, honestly? Whoa. Yeah. I mean, certain guys that call in that I have to, that are primarily volunteer reaction callers that I have to remind, hey, we're on terrestrial radio and subject to FCC, uh, you know, pun, you know, rules. But but I've never please, please no please keep your wits about you when you come on voluntary reaction and you can't say more than three words without what I'm being a curse word. Yeah, I, sorry, I Russ. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll I'll start slacking off on my production responsibilities on the show. Make sure we get. I I'll mark that down. Russ wants an FCC fine this year. That was that was quite the reach. All I'm saying is I have confidence in my good that he will conduct himself in a respectable and polite manner at all times. <laughs> yeah, like, so I don't think I've ever cussed on there. I came close. I think the day Terry Fair called me, I, I wanted to come on and cuss, but I held my tongue. So I was. <laughs> I was... <laughs> what, did, what did T Fair call you out for? Uh, for, I think for bashing Barnes on here one weekend, and then the, I remember it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you didn't want to cut. Yeah, uh huh. I, 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 I no, you I my guess. Just let, let let me know when you're gonna. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wanted to cuss, but it's like one yeah. thing's like that's probably like maybe T Fair find my address or something and beat the hell out of me for cussing. That's a nightmare scenario. You open your door to go to the store and. Terry Patterson in there. Former I mean, All-American, All-Pro first-round draft pick defensive back. Uh, yeah. Like, discuss, I, getting cussed with you. I, I'm going to guess Terry's probably about 15 or 20 years older than me. And I don't like that would matter. So, um, he, 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 he'd whip my ass uh, probably one hand tied behind his back. So, oh, my gosh. But, guys, like I said, I was just going to holler at you for a second. I, I know y'all probably been here for a while. We'll get off, but. Uh, I'll try to get back with you Wednesday night after we we got Florida this week. Florida in Gainesville Wednesday, and then Brucifer returns to the pearly gates Saturday. No, we, we got a sweet weekend. We get to beat the hell out of Florida, then beat the hell out of Bruce. Do it. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's going to be some sad. You have some sad callers Monday after we beat the hell out of Bruce. That Monday after, there's going to be some people pissed, you know, pissed off about that. So, I, uh, but I, I don't care about him anymore. They, they pretty much suck this year, right? Who Auburn? Yeah. No, there ain't. I mean, they had a, they got a, had a bad beat today against West Virginia, but they're number fifteen. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, but they're not like what they were last year. They're not. They're not a top ten team, but they're a solid top twenty five basketball team. Well. I, I like said, well, we're a solid top five basketball team, and we're going to run them off the damn court. So, I, uh, but y'all, y'all boys, have a good night. All right, Justin, thanks. We are uh, approaching 10 p.m., so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we'll get these last four in, um, and we want you guys to let's 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 make it two or three minutes on these speakers, so uh, so we can start to wind down here tonight as Tennessee has beaten Texas. 
the rupperies are making themselves their presence felt at corrupt arena right now trying to keep kentucky in it they trail by four against kansas at the under eight minute mark under eight tv timeout and um so we're going to go one, two, three, four here. I'm not sure exactly what this order is. I think it is Nolan, Cosmo, Clint, and Jason. So let's try that as we wrap up this edition of the Voluntary Reaction. What's up, Nolan? Hey, guys. I've returned from Tommy Bowl, and I just want to let you know Texas fans are the worst. And uh, you're going to want to hear this. Uh, one Texas fan threatened my life what? at the game. Yeah, I'm not making this shit up. He, he, like, threatened my life. He was being, he was, like, standing at the staircase, being super obnoxious, just screaming at, like, at the threat, at the refs or something like that. I told him to shut up, and then he proceeds to say he'll beat the, 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 the F out of me. I mean... <laughs> And like, um, but no, there was a, there was an event staff there, so he wasn't going to try anything, but they're just. You think you could have taken him, Nolan? Absolutely. No, he's a fat guy. And I'm like, I'm a 22 year old and I'll, I'll beat the, I'll beat him. I'll beat the crap out of him. Just tell him, come on down here. Longhorns. You want yeah, some? I... Come get some. You're about to find out. Get a good just... fashioned Tennessee ass whooping. Yeah. I just gave him the, the horns down and, uh, you know, he. Like any left and said some unkind words to me. Oh, and by the way, horns down will never not be funny. Ever, it'll ever not not be. I don't it's, know what that it, is. It's it's, it's hilarious. Not that, it's not that funny in and of itself. It's funny because they get so mad about it. I know. Do you, do you know? Like, did you hear read that article that said like they'll call an unsportsmanlike in football if you do the horns down? I mean, you tell people not to do something. There, you're gonna want. Uh, don't think of a pink elephant right now, everybody. Don't think about pink elephants. Don't picture them in your head. Don't do it. We're all doing it. It's just <laughs> it, it. It happens, man. So I'll I'll let I'll get off and let the other speakers speak after I say just where are we ranked after this. Three. Okay, that's cool. I can live with that. Have a good night, y'all. You too, Noel. Appreciate it. Are we all in agreement there? We rank third next week. I can see it be two, man, honestly. I can see it being two. This is a top 10 Texas team, primetime, Saturday evening. Alabama took that really bad loss. And, you know, uh, I think one of the reasons we haven't, uh, I think that we haven't been. Um, ranked as high as we are in like Ken Palm in the net rankings is we just haven't had any games like tonight. We're playing like a top 10 team and I don't know. We look dominant. It wouldn't surprise me if it moves us up to number two. Who do you have as your top four, Russ? Oh, hell, I don't know. Uh, Purdue, Houston, Tennessee, Bama. That's where I'm at. Yeah. You can make well, – I'm not I'm not ready to – Kansas State had a good win today, but they're at five for me. I'd still have Alabama ahead of them. Cosmo, what's up? Turn your mic on, Cosmo. We just heard you. All right. I can hear you now. Sorry, Bluetooth. Hey. Bluetooth in my car. But uh, We got you. Yeah, obviously a big win tonight. Big one. 
top 10 win. Um, you know, beating Kansas, they're number nine. Uh, depending on how this game ends up, I mean, it might be your best win of the season when the new rankings come uh, out next week. Please, Kansas, come on, beat beat the coal miners. Pull this out. There's an interesting stat that just in the second half, Kentucky's eight of eight from the line. Kansas, O of one. Now the refs get referees getting involved here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. got it recorded. I'm, <laughs> I was at work and I haven't watched any of it. I got it recorded. So watch it when I get home. Boy, Wallace is a player. God, I wish we'd gotten here. Yeah, that would have been nice. But yeah, it's kind of nice uh, seeing Bama just get absolutely obliterated. But I mean, when it, Oklahoma just had the night of their life, <laughs> or the afternoon of their life. Some nights, it, some days, it's just you tip your cat the opponent, saying you just shot too good to beat us. Doesn't matter. Some days it happens. Usually happens to us in the middle of March. It seems like. But I was thinking about this earlier today. You know, our three biggest rivals in football, obviously, are Bama, Georgia, and Florida. Basketball are Kentucky, Vanderbilt, in my opinion, Memphis. Is there another school in the country that has three different three different hot <laughs> rivalries for the two main sports? Just something to consider. I have no idea why that pops in my mind earlier today. I was just thinking about it. It is kind of strange. It's pretty interesting. I hadn't thought about it either, but uh, you might be onto something there. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we don't have that. You know, Vandy is just such a crummy football rival. Um, you need to start playing that Memphis series again, probably. But, no, that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about it. All right, well, great night, and hopefully the Ole Miss cornerback supposedly went on his visit to UCLA. He was wearing uh, Tennessee uh, orange shoes and, like, a hat. That's the rumblings on the message board. So, we'll see. Hopefully. Oh, I, thank you, Cosmo. I love it when the message boards start talking about what the prospect is wearing. Like, oh, he was wearing uh, Tennessee gloves in his high school game the other night. It's got to be a sign. Davison at Bonison was wearing orange shoes during his visit to UCLA bear. That means he's ours, right? Uh, I'm, I'm sure people will think that. I think it's going to, uh, who knows? It sounds like that one's, I think you said it earlier in the week is shaping up to being behind the scenes NIL battle. I mean, how good is he? Big Bonison? I mean, I, I don't think he's, yeah, elite but i mean he's he was a four-star corner that we recruited out of high school he goes to Ole miss starts from day one he was on some publications freshman all-american team you know he, he played he played a lot of sec football last year why does he want to leave old miss uh, i think his his position coach left the secondary okay. coach there left and i don't you know he probably figures after having a nice freshman season that he's worth more NIL money. On the market. Guys, college, college sports, it's, it's just insane with the NIL and the transfer portal. Clint, what's up, man? What's up, boys? How you doing? Doing well. How are you, sir? Well, I... I you guys were kind enough to let me in on the drive a couple months ago. I don't know if you recall, but uh, 
I had shared a story about how my pops had hung up his UT fandom during the waning years of the Butch Jones era, and he hasn't watched a down of football since. Do yep. you recall? Oh, yes. So I need some help tonight. I need to be talked off a ledge myself. I thought I entered the basketball season finally in the Barnes era with an appropriate mindset, which is let's just enjoy the season. Yeah, let's just yeah. enjoy it. And now, probably going to be ranked two or three. Seems like moving. <laughs> seems like moving Ziegler. I'm str- I'm struggling. Uh, the hope is starting to creep in on me here. Uh, moving Ziegler to the one because uh, I'm just I'm a college basketball like junkie. It's just always been number one for me. Football's you know football's ninety nine point nine. College basketball's a hundred for me. And uh, watching Ziegler move to the one and so quickly find that find that groove the number the numbers he puts up are ridiculous and and clearly just kind of watching the games if you watch him uh he he is an elite passer um watching him go tonight he had a bad turnover and then went on an 8-0 run by himself just just watching him kind of get emotional at the right times not getting angry making stupid mistakes just uh, that's why college basketball reigns supreme to me is you see kids kind of be able to, to like learn and grow in real time and turn into superstars. If he's playing like that, uh, he seems to be the consistent thing the past, uh, save the Kentucky game, which I think might actually be a positive for him at the end of the day. Uh, we kind of have one guy turn up here and there every eight or 10 minutes and turn it on when they need it. But Ziegler seems to be that guy that the only guy on the floor that can go get you a bucket when you need it seems to be the guy that's five foot eight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and it's hard. It's hard not to get locked in and think like uh, like shit, man. We we seem for real. So I need to be talked off here. I need to talk talk me into just just enjoying the ride again. Just enjoy the ride, man. Live for tomorrow. Think about the next game. Don't worry about Auburn. Worry about. We're playing Florida and Gainesville. It's always fun to beat the Gators in Gainesville, right? God, it sure is. Just go all in on that. Go all in on that. Don't look at the bracketology. Don't look at the net rankings. Don't don't, leave that uh, to degenerates like Davey Hudson. Just just enjoy the ride. I know fucking Davey's over here sharing all these awesome stats about why we're going to win it all, Davey. Uh, I don't know. wouldn't go that far, but if you want me to add into that, I mean, I don't think Tennessee's ever been number one in the Ken Palm era. Let's see, there, there he goes again. There the he prophecy goes. Prophecy is becoming true. It's becoming fulfilled right before our very eyes, Clint. I know you guys got another guy after me, so I want, I want to finish off with just such a wonderful note, which is fuck Alabama. <laughs> it's so wonderful watching stuff like that happen to them. Y'all have a great night. Clint, taking great joy in Alabama's misery. I had somebody message me when he said Ziegler moved to the one. I think he was referring to Ziegler yeah. starting at the one. Yeah, that was right before he stated that he was a college football or college basketball 
uh, junkie. Which this is the uh, third straight game with this lineup, and I mean, at this point, I anticipate it being the starting lineup uh, for the foreseeable future as long as everyone remains healthy. Yeah, I just uh, I, he we've got to figure out. I mean, what do we do when he starts stubbing in in our bigs off the bench? Plasvich, they do. There's some there there's some lineups that he's put out there that can get kind of sketchy quick, especially on the offensive end. We didn't look bad offensively when Ziegler had to come out for a little bit tonight. I think they had Scobie running point, and it they still seem to be able to get some action going. I think that was when they relied on James to have a couple of uh, mid-range shots that went down. Yeah. It just doesn't seem to – the offense doesn't flow the same. And then tonight when both Ziegler and Camwell were out, was when it, I mean, it got kind of weird. Then yeah, Vescovy I mean, had the the hook and hold was a, you know, that really helped him kind of <clears throat> get as close as it got there at the end. That was the right call, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. complaining about it, but. Yeah, uh, they I were, saw that one right. time as they were going to commercials, like, damn, he hooked that guy. Drug him all the way down to the floor. It was smooth. A smooth move, but he got busted. Hey, I need some help trying to uh, unpack this mystery. So I just got a, I just got a DM from a guy. I saw him in here earlier. Um, we've gotten some like, I don't know if they're bots or what in here earlier, but uh, this is this guy Kevin. I want he sent me three DMs here uh, about ten minutes ago. The the first okay. one is a picture of a small gas jug uh, gas can on top of a um, trash can the second one is a message $11 Kevin Lee Murray and the third one is can you help me out what time Russ can you repeat that can you help me out? What time to go to work right now? God bless you and keep. You keep trailing off. Sorry. I don't know if I'm uh, got a bad connection here. How does that sound? Okay. Yeah, you're good now. And I see you sent us a text. Let's look this up. All right. Oh, that's his cash app. He wants you to cash app him eleven dollars. Why did he send me the gas, the picture of the gas can? I guess I he's trying to say he needs, needs help gas. for gas. Yeah. Yeah. Should I do it? No. Stupid, <laughs> <laughs> send me eleven dollars. Let's get Jason in here. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I. I didn't get into voluntary reaction here until later. I got in around Shane's call. Your boy Shane could be uh, the most coherent drunk in the history of alcohol consumption. That was very impressive. It, I mean, I I don't want to, I'm not calling anybody a liar, but 10 to 12 beers <laughs> at the bar with a couple of shots. And then he gets home and he's working on another 12 pack. And his basketball analysis was it was astute. As, just as astute, if not more so than 
than anybody that's spoken on this show tonight, including us. <laughs> it was incredible. I was blown away. I almost just kind of signed off. I was like, "Why? Well, there's nothing I could add. I mean, that that guy, that that drunk ass couldn't, that, that he hadn't already said. That was incredible. I mean, I, I, I followed him on Twitter. I was like, man, I, that guy <laughs> needs to be my friend. <laughs> so, uh, uh, just watching Kansas and Kentucky, it looks like Kansas is pulling away a little bit here. Uh, one thing about this game that I can say is, man, Bill Self's toupee is looking rough, guys. I mean, it is rough. He's struggling. People always say, people always say he wears a rug, and I just can't decide. Like, I'm not good at noticing that. First of all, but yeah, I, like, well, I, I don't know. Had, my my 79 year old mother has been a hairdresser for over 50 years. She did Dolly Parton's wigs back in the day. So wow. and, and and I asked her point blank. I said, "All right, you can spot them better than anybody I know." And she's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." She said, "She said it's a, it's a, it's a good one, but but yeah, most definitely 100 percent is a is a rug." And but tonight, man, it's looking rough anyhow uh guys um would you consider in in season would you consider zakai ziggler our most improved player interesting um i mean i, I don't feel like he was i feel like he was pretty damn good last year <laughs> i mean he just He's he stepped up and taken on the, you know, leadership yeah. role, and, and kind of taken that you know the role he he stepped into Ken, the role that Kennedy played at the end of last yeah. year. He's, I, he's running the show. I would say the answer to that is no, Jason. I think where while it is a good question, I think a lot of it is from where we ended last year to now. We still saw a lot of that. But I think he started the year off so bad in a couple of games, notably the Colorado game, to where it's like where he is now compared to what we saw then. You're like, that's been exponential growth, and it's been great. But if I'm going back before the season even started and what I knew about him and what we've been able to see, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I would say um, even though it's, it's, it's not been from a, a consistent basis, I, I would say Euros has actually improved yeah. the most this season from what was – Fair enough. Yeah, he really has. I mean, do you guys did you ever have Euro scoring <laughs> we score against Kentucky? <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely not. No, that's a good point. And, you know, people want to talk about that. I mean, he was I mean he scored nineteen on Kentucky with the Seabray. Yeah. yeah, I mean he kept us in that game. Well, and I think it's I think to your point, Bear, uh Zakai's uh, responsibilities have changed to the point that there's more expected of him. And I think he sure. has totally stepped up oh. to, to, to Barnes challenge. And, and man, I think Barnes is really going to turn him into just a top ship. By the time he leaves here, he's going to be one of the all time favorite balls uh, that, that we've ever had. I mean, I mean, I know everybody loves him. Great story. And he's just a dog out there. But man, I think he he could really evolve in the next two years if he continues his growth and development uh, to be, you know, one of our our best point guards we've had in a long time over the course of his career. Now, uh, one last thing. I know you guys have been at it for a while. Um, typically, 
what happens is we get to this point in the season and we really are clicking. Everything is is rolling and we just start beating the brakes off teams and and then we get to March and our legs are gone. And people talk about peaking and all that stuff, but but I just look at our team and this could be the best conditioned basketball team we've had in a long time. What are your thoughts on how how that's going to translate moving into March? You know, do you think we're getting pushed and pushed and pushed or or, or do you think the guys are going to be able to keep up this year? Well, they're a little bit deeper. You know, uh, they didn't necessarily show it tonight, but I think they can go 10 10 players deep. Um, And I I think they've got some quality depth, too. So, you know, it it gets back into the conversation of enjoying the ride versus trying to project into March. And um, I I think, like Davey said earlier, like on paper, yeah, they, they should be a good team for March. They should be built to lock people down, especially lesser teams once they get into the tournament. But at a certain point, there's a little luck involved and it's about the draw and all that stuff. So it's hard for me to, based on history to say, Oh yeah, this team final four or bust, you know, at this point, I just like to get out of the first weekend, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, Hey, listen, I appreciate all you guys do. Uh, letting us come in and vent and rant and rave and y'all just the best y'all have a good night thank you jason appreciate it my man kansas goes to corrupt arena and wins tonight so the sec is going to lose the sec big 12 challenge but like somebody earlier said i don't really care about that at all as long as tennessee wins i'm fine with it and quite frankly, I like seeing Kentucky lose. So, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Reed Karen should just tweet out an interesting stat. Uh, Tennessee basketball is 2-0 and versus the top two teams in the Big 12 by the net ranking. Yep. Yeah. Well, that might – Kansas State's not above Kansas and Texas? I guess not. I'm just going on what Reed said. Wait, in which ranking? Net. You got it pulled up there, Davey. Yeah, Texas is eighth, Kansas ninth, Kansas State eighteenth. Well, how about that? Hang the damn yep. banner. Little blind Billy self. I'm glad Holly Rose got a normal person to talk to tonight. Bust her heart. He's like, well, I'm just glad that I'm at Kansas. And, you know, if I'd been at Arizona, like poor old Sean Miller, I might be coaching Xavier. But uh, sure is nice to be at a blue blood. Ain't that right, Duke fans? Did, did you guys address Holly Rowe responding to RGS? To what? To did what you, now? So whenever Cal put his hands on Holly Rowe, RG tweeted out that um, uh, charges had been filed uh, and the Holly Rowe responded saying, this is not true. Please take this down. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she wanted to get the hell away from Gino Ariema the other night. 
What an asshole that guy is. Where is Tennessee right now in Richard G. West's latest bracketology? I'd love to know who that guy is. How do you know it's not me? How do you know it's not me? You would have messed up and and done a Richard G. West tweet from your Bear account by now. Would have busted you. Oh, God, here's another. (laughs) Well, he's all over this one. Holly Rowe made the comment to me after the halftime interview tonight that she was borderline close to quitting after having to deal with assholes like Calipari and Gino. You think it's somebody we know? More than likely. Yeah. And not know well, but just like associate. Somebody's loosely associated with fan run. Loosely affiliated. He's got the FBI raiding Nick Saban's house. What do you think these uh, former like presidents, vice presidents have like what what what's the most like top secret info you think they take with them? I have no idea, man. That's something like why would you? I don't know. I just I would never. That's part of the reason I would never want any of those jobs. I I don't want you, you have to have to, any of those jobs yeah. either, Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, who who the hell knows? I've read where it's, you know, some stuff's classified and, it, you know, you get in a lot of trouble for reading it. And just it's hard to understand why it would be classified information. Would you rather have the uh, classified documents or access to the uh, Scientology level seven whatever when the, they give you the xenon uh, ontology that's kind of a cold did you see where that miscavige guy is missing now oh he he joined his wife wherever she's been for 20 well, years they're trying to serve him with uh some sort of subpoena and nobody can find him to serve him well he's on some kind of like gazillion dollar yacht out in the middle of the south pacific somewhere Go down that rabbit hole. They've got tons of ships and you stuff. You ever seen that movie, The Master, with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix? No. I always wanted to. Never really got good. around to it. Really good. Paul Thomas Anderson I mean, directed. Started off as just, it, like, it, it, he started religion, he didn't have to pay taxes, right? Have you heard the uh, Bill Burr bit about that? Where he's like, no, he, I, I just couldn't get into a religion where the guy's, his name is Ron. It's like, your guy's name is Ron? Really? You know, he lived like 50 years ago. He's got a driver's license. There's footage of him stubbing his toe like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'll look it up after we get off. I, I haven't seen that, but I have always said if I can go to my grandpa and ask if this happened, and he'd be like, "No," I'm like, "All right, I'm probably not going to fall for your religion." 
I just assumed it was a tax dodge like most of that stuff is. I was always fond of the Branch Davidians. Did I tell you I, I went Rup. there this summer, Davey? Oh, you went to the compound? Yeah. Or what's left of the uh, compound? Well, yeah. I mean, they're still there. The yeah, they still got a few true believers. It's weird, man. Like, I mean, you go out, because it is out. When I say out in the middle of nowhere, I mean, like, picture the most country East Tennessee place you've ever been. Like, you go out on this two-lane highway for, like, 10, 15 miles outside of Waco, and then you turn off that and go down what's almost a dirt road. And and it's up there, and there's, like, a fence all around it, you know, and there's, like, a danger. It doesn't they keep out. It's, you can go in. Anybody can go in. And it's, like, it says enter at your own risk. Like, it's creepy when you pull in there. <laughs> And uh, they've got a shrine and like, I wasn't the only rubbernecker going in there, but uh, yeah, they've got, you know, obviously the compound built down, burned down, but they've got a, a small church up there. And um, like the guy who preaches, uh, they're still all like seventh day Adventist, like hardcore, the end is nigh, Jesus is coming back, that kind of thing. And, uh, but he does his sermons are a lot are web streamed. Like you can go watch this guy. Is he trying to have 24 kids? I mean, no, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if he's quite as charismatic as David Koresh. <laughs> Just convince other guys to like, all right, I know you're married to her, but uh, I'm the only one. That can have yeah, sex there's with her. Like he's not taking dudes wives. He's not hort stockpiling firearms and that kind of thing. He's not rumors of, Child sexual abuse, teen brides, that stuff. Not that I know of. Did you guys watch the uh, Netflix thing about Warren Jeffs? Stay yeah, pretty. the fundamentalist um, Latter-day yeah, Saints. Stay pretty or whatever. That that thing was freaky. Keeps oh, sweet. my God. That was, what a creep. I forgot he made the FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. I didn't realize he was on it. Yeah. Really? He's still alive. Yeah, he still too. runs the church basically from prison. He's like a damn mafia don. Oh, so he's in prison. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he had, yeah, he never... built like this big temple basically with like a, you know, platform bed where he would like bring all the women and young girls to sex them and like it, I mean it was gross, dude. He is just pure evil. Was it Short Creek? Is that where he took them? Because wasn't it? It's funny. Um, after the Kentucky game off, the X Games are on yeah. now, and I was just thinking because what what was it? He the end was going. The world was going to end when the Olympics came to Utah, right? The Winter Olympics. Yeah. He made okay. a couple of predictions that didn't come true. They were in Colorado, and once the authorities started turning the screw on them there they picked up and they they started another one in texas right some small texas town i uh, can't remember if it was texas i know there was uh there was a lot of fundamentalist uh flsds that would go down to the border because they would have their marriages down in mexico and there was something not too long ago where they had a group that did that and the cartel actually just murdered the entire family so 
Head on a swivel is what I always said. Jesus Christ. I don't get into the cult stuff as much as you guys do. Love a good cult. I've always said you have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader. More babes, too. (laughs) All right, let's do one more, and then we're out of here. All right. Sexy Rexy. What's up, man? Rex. I'm getting the Rexo. Reximus. Rexy. I see the oh, wheel. We almost gave through an entire show with no wheel of death. Yeah, he's got it. Like his little dinosaur, Abby. It's hilarious. Y'all watching the Royal Rumble tonight? I'm not. Can't say that I am either. Try him again here. Rex, you there? I'm here. What's up? Bear, how are you doing? I'm doing good, my man. How are you, sir? You already know. (laughs) You already know. All right. Hammer's here in the house. Can't take him anywhere. What about Davy Hudson? Let's let Davy Hudson have some spotlight. What would you like to talk about, Rex? Um, Nashville <laughs> Bear. Don't don't get don't get all weird about it, Bear. You go ahead and talk to Davy, Rex. I'm trying to talk to Davy, but don't you interrupted weird, me. You interrupted me. Right, I'm the my Nashville mic. people, Middle Tennessee people are about to start. Hi, Davey. How's Middle Tennessee hey, treating you? Oh, we're doing all right. You know, good start to the year so far. Um, uh, it's funny. We were talking about Colts and stuff like that. Since I moved over here, there's been a lot of like churches I've never seen before in my life. There is a, a church of Scientology not too far. Um, yeah, I'm a Korean member church. of it, Davey. What about it? Uh, not not yet, you know. Um, you haven't paid but, us enough money. We're considering your application, but we need more money. Tell Clay Travis to pay you some more money. So I can join join the church. Yeah. Right, I'll, I'll see how that goes over. We got Nicole, sure, Nicole Kidman's a member. Go ahead. She, is she still a member? I, I didn't know she ever actually fully uh, joined. How'd she bailed after she Bear, got Bear, you were on mute a- for a minute. <laughs> Bear, you, you promised me you'd be on mute for a second. Uh, I gave you a second. We're talking about fucking Scientology. (laughs) You're a fucking Catholic. You and I both went to Catholic school. We talked about it at the thing. We got drunk about it like Catholic people do. Go back to talking to Davey, Rex. I'm I'm leaving you. You jump a chip on me, you Catholics. Don't do that. You and I are the same people. Sorry, Davey. Sorry, Davey. I I see the red light. Go ahead. It's all right now, but um, yeah, man, things are, are are good over here. I'm looking forward to watching the Colts hire Jeff Saturday for up in Indianapolis. I'm I'm anticipating that move happening this week, at some point. So we got that to look forward to. What about Russell? Who do you think is better? You think uh, you think a Withro- You think Chad Withroth is a better co pot a better captain, or you think Russell's a better captain? Yeah, Davey, what do you think? 
I'll well, say as far, what you as far can't as, say. As far as the intros into the show, Hutton's the guy who does the intros for 360. I'll say what you can't say. Russell will look you straight in the eye, but I really like Chad, too. I enjoy everyone I've worked with at That's Fan Run and at Outkick. That's patently false. I'll lie for Cody McClure. I like Cody. He's overrated. I like Cody. He gave us a bunch of free beer. I like Cody. I guess that's why Hops and Hollers went out of business. (laughs) Hire damn Cody McClure and gives away all the beer for free. It's all starting to make sense. Is that a fat joke? Are you making fat jokes? No, I think like Cody's like giving away all the profits to all his friends. It's what you happen. Uh, you hire unreliable bartenders. Okay, well I'm gonna make a comment about basketball. I am blown away. Shout out to my Catholic friends, Phil. Where are you in the drunk take? Um, I bear. If you, I hope you can join in. Is Geraldo Catholic? Because he's cool. I just want to consider him Catholic. I, I I have no idea what church he attends. He's a nut. I know that. He's probably Scientology. Let's just be real about it. But I love Geraldo. Wherever you are, he doesn't do basketball. Um, okay, Russ, it's serious. Serious question. It was basketball season, baby. I thought you were going to talk about I'm going to talk about basketball. So, Russ, did you say um, Kumwa is going to be the, the road, or did you say Adu is going to be the road to our success this season? I think Kamwa has a much bigger impact on this team's success. And that proves to be true today, doesn't it? I think it's been proven to be true over the course of the season. But, yeah, I mean, ideally, like, both of those guys have a huge role to play. Um, like, are you guys about over Adu shooting the three ball, like – yeah. yeah, I mean, he, you know, showed a nice stroke for that. And I know he works really hard on it. Um, Barnes wouldn't let him shoot it if he hadn't put in the work. But, damn, that thing is ugly here lately. Well, he scored zero points today, and he played seven minutes. And Kamala scored 27. So, Russ, as always, your analysis is pretty damn good. I'm a sports expert, Rex. You're the show of record, I think, is the word we choose to use, right? We've been called that, yes. <laughs> Bear, I'm trying to have a call here. Why, why do you need to be rude about it? Okay, you can kick me off, Russ. All right, Rex. But I'm glad we won. I just want to say I'm glad we won this. I'm glad we won this for Coach Barnes. Because he deserved this. And we all bitch about Coach Barnes, and I bitch more than anybody about it. And I bitch more than anybody about how much money they make. But, like, as a taxpayer of Tennessee, it is fucking ridiculous that Danny fucking White gets $2.2 million in a six-year rolling contract. He can be fired for the— And I know your wife is a teacher, Russ, and I respect teachers— but they're both state employees. This bro can be fired for bad performance, and we as taxpayers of the state of Tennessee have to pay him at a minimum $2.2 million to be fired for six years for poor performance. 
who listening to the sound of my voice would get paid $2.2 million for six years for poor performance? That's Danny White. Boehner Dan has officially gamed the system, ladies and gentlemen. I like, don't, don't we have, isn't like Tyler Summit still getting something like a million dollars a year, a couple, you know, a couple hundred grand a year or something through? Yeah, yeah him and uh, Victor Ashes is like, uh, she might be in kindergarten now, but she's going to be getting his. Bill for- Fulmer's on the payroll. Where's my oink oink nope. boy at? Where's that dude? ZR? Z, ZR ball? Probably face down in a ditch in? somewhere, drunk off his ass. <laughs> Drooling uh, into his pillow or playing his fiddle. <laughs> I am not one to criticize people blown away. Okay? This is this is about people blown away. I'm here for my blown away brothers. There. Okay, I'm going to go away in peace. And I love y'all. And Jimmy Haslam sucks. And Jimmy Heim sucks. And this is for the real players out. The OGs. So rude. The OGs, man. Right, right. Time for you to go back to your Bammer girlfriend. And uh, it's very rude. Very rude. Some of the pot shots you took right there. <laughs> Gentlemen, on that note, time to wrap this thing up. Davey Hudson, give me a parting thought or two, if you so desire. Great win. I think at the end of the year, this will probably go down as our best win whenever they're looking at the resume. I think Texas is going to continue to do really well in the Big 12. And so the fact we were able to get a double-digit win against them is going to look very great at the end of the day. Excited to be back later this week, or at the beginning of this week, to talk uh, hopefully an easy win over the Gators. All they have is Colin Castleton. I think he leads the team in points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. So you you take care of him, which we got three guys in the post. We can continue to rotate. Uh, Looking for a big game from Euros coming up. So uh, that's where we're at. Had fun talking with you all tonight, all the listeners out there. We appreciate you and uh, look forward to doing it again very soon. Thank you, Dave O'Bear. Anything you care to add? Uh, no, great, great win for the program. Great win for Coach Barnes. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw that after the game was over, uh, they played uh, all my exes live in Texas in the arena. Is that like a troll? Yeah, about like us playing Dixieland Delight. So, uh, but like, like I said, just a, a solid win. Build off this. Uh, get ready to go to Gainesville to the pool house and hopefully we'll continue our uh continue along our journey here so i'm enjoying every game man let's go stomp florida's ass onward onward volunteer soldiers the quest continues the dream never dies the cause endures and we'll be back with you wednesday night after tennessee dismantles florida in Gainesville for Davey at Bear. I'm Russell Smith. Have a great evening.